This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! <laughs> All right, we're just, I'm just going to say it straight up that we've switched podcast days, we've waited, we've timed it, and now yet still there's somebody outside making some damn record. And, okay. And, and we we had lost a microphone, then Angela had to drive back in the city to bring me back the microphone. Let me tell you what we go through. Let me tell you what we go through because That's we right. love you. We love you. So you're gonna, you, we love you. You're going to hear some noise. I don't know what to tell you about it. I really don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about it. This podcast has got to get recorded. Okay. Thank you. So uh, we, we want to thank you all for listening to us on MSW Media and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. That's right. And and make sure that you are actually subscribed to this podcast, because if you're listening it through something else, you might not know that. So it really helps us if you do that. We also want to thank you if you are currently a Patreon subscriber. Thank you. Patreon, if you don't know, is a web platform where you can go and you can support artists. You can be patrons of the arts. And for $5, $5 a month, Yes. You can help support this black woman owned business. In case you don't know, that's the word. It's not some crazy amount of money. It's $5 a month. It's less than you're paying for way less for Netflix. And I defy you to tell me they have made you laugh as much as we have. Oh, I know they haven't. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is a better subscription. That's what I'm saying. It's going to give you your life. Okay. That's right. Because you get three micro idiots a week. Three, three, three. 
and uh, and their funny and wonderful self-care. So please subscribe to our Patreon. And if you are looking to bring, give somebody a pick-me-up, go to Cameo.com. We can wish them a happy birthday for you, happy anniversary, tell your kids to go to bed, or just give you a pep talk. Whatever you need. Give it as a gift or get one for yourself. Take care of you. Yes, 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 yes. And we want to remind you to go to sexyliberal.com and make sure you're checking out our shows. There's going to be a show in Chicago, a show in D.C., and a show in L.A. So go to sexyliberal.com. Get your tickets now. Okay. And go to franchel.com for all of our other show information and updates on that. Yes. And join us every Friday for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the... Black Power Hour. And what happens? That is where Stephanie Miller releases the black power inside of her. <laughs> and it takes over the radio waves. Wow. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Should we get started? I think we should. Yes. The stupid doesn't wait. It does not. This first idiot is from Laura F. Thank you, Laura F. Renowned researcher Marty Martin dubbed the ambassador of rattlesnakes dies from what francis rattlesnake bite now now okay okay did okay. i laugh yes <laughs> okay okay is it but sad so yes oh but did i uh, laugh yes yes i gotta tell you francis my first i have a problem with the first word renowned <laughs> Let me tell you what renowned means, in case you don't know. And I know you do know, but I'm reading from Merriam-Webster. Please. Renowned, widely acclaimed, and highly honored, yeah. celebrated. Synonyms would be big name, celebrated, famed, famous, noted, notorious, prominent, star, visible, well-known. If you knew who the hell Marty Martin was before I, these, his name escaped my lips, and you are not, in fact, a relative of Marty Martin's, yeah, I would like you to let us know. Write us at frangela08 at gmail.com. That's my first problem. Renowned? Renowned. Well, first of all, this is my problem. This is my problem in society. You're the Thank renowned you. researcher. Everybody mm -hmm. know you play with rattlesnakes. And yep. nobody's going to stop you and say, Marty, Marty. Marty. You know this is uh, dangerous. You know that this is, but here's the thing though, girl, he a researcher, he knows it. Don't tell me he hasn't gotten to the part where they, he knows that the rattlesnakes bite you can kill you. But let me tell you what's really fucked up. But let me tell you what's really fucked up about Marty Martin. Marty Martin was 80 years old. Yes, he was. Marty Martin been studying these damn snakes since he was 17. It's still somehow this dumb fool. I, I know he's dead. Okay, tragedy. I'm crying inside. I'm using my my anger and my comedy to mask my true pain over yes, this. Exactly. Tragedy. It is a tragedy. 80 years old. In my view, those snakes were kind. Yeah. They were giving. They loved. I'm gonna tell you what I do know about. He may not have been renowned among us humans, but he was around rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes right. loved Samardi Martin. They loved him. Oh, loved him, or had he escaped? Until he couldn't anymore. I gotta go with, at 80 years old, if you've been playing with him since you were 17, then then somebody in the real estate community has been covering his ass. I don't know who the snake is, but some snake's been telling all the other snakes, no, don't bite this, don't bite him. He's in my crew. He's been getting protected. Or, or, or is he, is he the Moby Dick of humans? 
Okay. Is he the white whale? Is he He's the, the white, white whale. whale. And the is snakes are like Ishmael? Is that what you like right. that? That's <laughs> or not Ishmael, that's, but like Captain Ahab rather? Captain Ahab. That's, that's the story that's going on in my mm. head. See, for me, it was much more um, American History X <laughs> where um, <laughs> the rattlesnakes are the little, the black the black prisoner and who he, he, he works with in the laundry, who Edward Norton works with in the laundry yes, and, and, yes. and Marty Martin is Edward Norton. He don't know why he's surviving, his white ass is surviving jail without getting fucking killed by the Nazis or by anyone. But then when he's leaving, he figures out it's because this black guy has been covering his ass. See, that's what, that was what it conjured up for me. That's beautiful. That's when, beautiful. I, when I read 80 years old, I was like, oh, this fool had a snake cover. He has somebody covering him. And see, for me, I go, they finally got him. <laughs> they, they, but what I like about yours is they've been they laying in wait. <laughs> they've been laying in wait. And they wanted him to be good and comfortable. Good <laughs> Good and comfortable. It's, more, it's, so, it's sort of slower. more evil. He's they were like, let's wait. let's wait till he's slow and he can't get to the phone to get help or he can't get to that cabinet to get the venom, the, the anti venom out. You know, he can't do that. Let's he's wait. Been out running us since he was 17. If we find out that like his normal people were like out of town or something too, then I'm going to totally switch to your. Yeah. To your view. Because like if the snakes waited for like his go-to person to be out of town, his cell phone to have run out of juice, and they're like, now's the moment, everybody. Bite. Totally. Whoever, whatever cage he opens. Because this fool. He co-authored this 472-page book. Okay. Timber Rattlesnake. Life history, distribution, status, and conservation action plan. When was this book released? When was this 472-page book released, Francis? The conservation plan? August 2021. Okay, see, if I'm a snake, I'm pissed about that shit. You've been, your conservation plan didn't start till 60 years into our relationship with you? Yes. You didn't get to, it took you since you were 17 till you were 79. <laughs> okay. That was a long time writing that book. To get out the conservation book? You know how many of us are dead? <laughs> Like, that's, what is that? That's gotta be like 80 generations of rattlesnakes. I don't know what it is, but like, you, what? First of all, 472 pages on one rattlesnake. It better, when I tell you, this better be the missing link of rattlesnakes. This better be the, I need to hear Dr. Fauci say, before, real quick, before I retire, I need to talk to y'all about about the, the, uh, what is it? The timber wolf, the timber, the timber rattlesnake. I need to tell you, the timber rattlesnake is the basis of all future serums. You know, something. (laughs) like that. Well, Joe Valari, manager of Bull okay. Mountains Resort. You know what's the problem with these names? Marty <laughs> Martin, Joe Valari. Is anybody with me on this? These all fake as fuck. <laughs> Paid tribute to Martin in a lengthy Facebook post oh, calling him a quote, true original in every sense of the word, a human of mythic proportions, a being far more rare than the threatened and endangered snakes to which he dedicated his life. He said that he was an absolute rattlesnake legend. Mm-hmm. I want you to know what mythic means. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> mythic 
means based on described by a myth, especially as contrasted with history. Okay. And so you got to say a myth. What is a myth? Oh, I'll tell you what a myth is. It's a usual, usually a traditional story of ostensibly historical events that serves to unfold part of the worldview of a people or explain a practice, belief, or natural phenomenon. If you or anyone here believes that Marty Martin's life is representative of shit, we do <laughs> as a people. My no, write us at frangela08 at gmail.com and I'll, I'll eat my words. My issue is for me, who is the idiot in this story? And I have to say it's Marty Martin. Oh, but I think also the person who paid tribute to him, Joe Valari. Yes. Joe Valari's at idiot number two. Because for me, it's like you are, if you are playing with rattlesnakes, mm -hmm. you're asking to get bitten and die. Oh, oh, you're hoping for it. I don't, I mean, I have to consider it a life plan. Yeah. And when you do it from 17 to 80, like, you. like, I don't even think, in my view, the fact that that's what he died from isn't actually the thing that makes his death not worthy of note. What exactly. would have been worthy of note to me is if he had died peacefully in his sleep and he'd handled rattlesnakes for his entire life without ever having a problem. That would have been noteworthy. But dying from the deadly bullshit you fucking with is not noteworthy. That's like you're saying, this is how I wanted to die. Just, just a couple of more notes. Adult timber rattlesnakes can reach lengths up to five feet, though there are reports of some growing up to seven feet long. So this is a, a very large rattlesnake. The smallest, the five feet, you barely five feet tall. <laughs> what would you try to say? I'm not trying to say it. I'm just saying that like that they, he had rattlesnakes that were as tall and taller than you. What are you trying to say? Just saying that you like They're a small child. No, They're you. Very large. They're very large. <laughs> Deaths from snake bites in the U.S. are rare, according to data released. Not up in that house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Each year, an estimated seven thousand to eight thousand people are bitten by venomous snakes in the U.S., but only about. Get ready for this statistic. Five of those people die. And guess who was? Guess one who one of those was this year? Marty Martin. And I guarantee you it's because that rattlesnake got to bite him 27 times. <laughs> like bite, 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 bite. And it just unloaded venom into him. Oh my God. You know, and the other snakes in the cage were like, bite him for me. Bite him for me. <laughs> for Get me. one in for me. Get, Get one, one in for me. me. That's when right. that time he went up, he went to the store for eight hours and left <laughs> us up in here hot without the AC. Bite him for me. Playing, playing with damn snakes. I can't. Uh, playing with snakes. Thank you're you. You're not. He's not, he's not a researcher. There's no. If I'm gonna tell you something, he's lucky there wasn't a grant attached to this because I'd dig him up, reanimate him, just to, just to kill him again. I really That's would. That's right. Resnake bite him. Uh, this is from Jeff Y. Thank you very much. <sighs> Chuck E. Cheese children's <laughs> party ends in parents brawling. Three arrests. Let me tell you. Okay. Let me tell you about the hell that Chuck E. Fucking Cheese E. Cheese is, okay? And and I don't care how fucking rich you are, how fucking poor you are, you will find yourself at a fucking Chuck E. Cheese, okay? Because right. let me tell you, I sent we sent my daughter to a when we had money once upon a time, we sent my daughter to a very expensive preschool oh that, yeah famous people's children were there was famous very, people's children mm -hmm. were there and so 
One, and we there were always these horrific, ho these children loved, and these were really rich kids. We weren't, but the, the families were very wealthy. These kids loved to have parties at Chuck E. Cheese. All kids, yeah. Favorite, favorite moments was looking at Gwen Stefani and sitting across from me at a dirty, nasty, <laughs> fungus-filled Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> They smell like feet and pork rinds. It's a in a way it makes me love Chuck E. Cheese because it seems like it's the great leveler. Like it's it, like it is the great level. I don't care how rich and famous you are. That's right. I don't care how poor you gonna be. Kids got bad taste. Let's just say it. Kids got bad taste. Kids we all had it. I had a Chuck E. Cheese party just like every other motherfucker because we have bad taste. That's, That's why right. Hello, you can stamp a Hello Kitty on anything. To this day, I might buy it. That's this right. is like we got bad taste. It's the child in me. And, but this is my problem. And I think you said it correctly. The thing we need to accept until we as a people as a society except that Chuck E. Cheese is one of the portals to hell. We are going to remain under its spell. Thank you. We have got to, as a society, tell our children, be willing to take the tears and the hit and go, no, 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 no. This must stop. Baby, baby, mommy, 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 and mommy, daddy, daddy, mommy, dad, whatever we are, we love you. Yeah. Yeah. But we cannot be a part of this. We cannot be a part of letting the devil in like this. The cycle ends here. I'm a here. Okay. Because let me tell you, there is no Chuck E. Cheese anecdote that ends well. Never, oh, I went to this Chuck E. Cheese party and guess what? We had the best time and everything was fine. No. Never. 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 What started as a child's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. I should hope. What the fuck else should it have started at? <laughs> Ended in a huge brawl and three arrests. Police officers responded to a fight at the family restaurant. I object to the use of the word restaurant. <laughs> and family. And family. Okay. In North Charleston, South Carolina. You know that was a bad fight because South Carolina is for real. Like, I don't know if y'all know this, but first of all, of the Carolinas, it's, it's, it's the worst. I have to say it. And <laughs> of the Carolinas. And when I'm going to tell you, people there are a little tight. They're a little tight. A little. Look, black people, white people, everybody. Everybody tight. Everybody tight. It's the kind right. of thing where we've gone there, we've said to people, if you live there, maybe you could tell us if we're wrong, but or if you, if you, why it is. But like Detroit, I'm from Detroit. Detroit's tight as fuck. France will tell you people there are tight as fuck. Literally, Francis will ask somebody, where should we go eat while we're in your fair Hamlet? And they go, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Like, they, it's like, she's just asking where to, where you want to eat. Where they, should you go? Y'all got that nice Midwestern shit up in, uh, <laughs> No, in Detroit, no, they like no but they don't either here in South no, Carolina. So when no. a large crowd inside the business began arguing and attempting to attack one another, <laughs> I want to understand what attempting is. Because either you attack or you don't. How do you attack? Are you telling me that the mouse got in the way? Like what? Because there was only, and this is the problem. I think there was only, as one would in some ways just expect, I think there's like one security guard. Of course, of course. Who can't do shit. We're not expecting a full on brawl mosh pit okay but shouldn't we be we should <laughs> because i'm gonna tell you something Chuck E. cheese is the spirit airlines for children okay <laughs> oh my god oh my god that is the most brilliant thing you've ever said it is so the spirit airlines for children oh my god oh my god that is so what it is it is the portal of hell 
for children. And then when they open those little habit trails, that's where they're going in and out of hell. And this is the thing, we are still in a pandemic. Yes. And they got and now we got polio out here and, and monkeypox monkey and they crawling all around all that shit together. Totally, totally. Police arrived to find a large crowd inside the business, right? And then as the police attempted to clear the building and push individuals towards their car to leave, not trying to arrest anybody, saying just disperse. Yeah, because you know what? This is the problem. This place is full of kids. And right. I will say, while we were not there and we don't, there's not, it's a very short article. I get the that look this when you're in that kind of situation it's like trying to get the kids out trying to like you can't it's a very confusing situation it also sounds like they didn't send enough police right you know um apparently groups of pair of people continue to verbally threaten each other on multiple multiple occasions and attempted to attack each other so they're they're hurling insults they're steadily trying to beat each other up then they grab Lizeller Dixon and Deshaun Malik Grant into custody for breach of peace. Suspect Jasmine Sierra Judge was also arrested for breach of peace. A fourth suspect was detained for allegedly hitting a security. This is a Chuck E. Cheese, y'all. Why are you he hitting this poor security guard? He was he was detained after hitting a, a security guard, but he was released after the guard said he couldn't identify who punched him. That was smart on the guard's part to suddenly to not be able to identify them, I must say. (laughs) But uh, this Kenneth McBride, who works at a store near the Chuck E. Cheese, told the news that he saw about 100 people evacuated and they were all screaming and cursing at each other. It was intense, he told the local station, or it was just another weekend at Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. See, that 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 is that that's my problem here is that Chuck E. Cheese, as you said, this is what happens at Chuck E. Cheese consistently. There are issues, issues, issues. It is a, I don't know what we can replace it with. I don't, but we need to try. We really need to try. You know what? Let me tell you something. We know, you know what we need to, to do? Hmm. Whatever happened to a Betty Crocker cake? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. In, your, in the backyard, in the front in the yard, backyard, in, in the living room, I don't care, in the kitchenette. What the fuck ever? It's children. With some children and pin the tail on the donkey and then everybody dance in the living room. Yeah, a pinata, if you can get it, if you can That's afford right. it, maybe a balloon or two, fucking call it a fucking day. Call like, fucking day. I mean... You know, I'm, I'm telling you, it ain't nobody getting shot. But see, we all have to make that choice because if one kid goes to Chuck E. Cheese, then they all want it. Then they all want it, but we all- So that's our challenge now in any of the weak community, you know, army of the anti-dom, go out, spread forth and try to get people to stop (laughs) doing this. And you know what? Watch, if Chuck E. Cheese calls us today and offers us a spokesperson gig, I'm gonna change my tune. But until I'm getting paid to do it. change my tune, bitch, you're gonna be in a rat costume. (laughs) Shit. 24-7, I'll wear that bitch, happily, (laughs) happily. I will happily wear that bitch. Oh, what are you? I'm the Chuck E. Cheese motherfucking rat. Co- what, what you can't tell, bitch? I'm renowned. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Hello, I'm Jeff Stein. And I'm Jean Meserve. Together, we host the Spy Talk podcast. Every week, we delve into the worlds of intelligence, foreign policy, military operations, and the intersection of all three in national security issues. Spycraft, cybersecurity, violent extremism, whether at home or abroad, technology's impact on intelligence gathering. We cover it all and much more. 
We interview former spooks, military officers, government officials, journalists, and national security researchers, leveraging our backgrounds in military intelligence and homeland security, along with our decades of experience as journalists and news organizations like Newsweek, The Washington Post, and CNN. So join us every Thursday for a new episode of Spy Talk, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Okay. I, I'm going to tell you something. I won right <laughs> after this article. It's a really hard. Wait, which one, which one really, are we it's, it's, it's Jeff Y, number one. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, don't know. You you read no, it. No, they're both. They're both. Yeah. Okay. This is from me. Jeff Y. Thank you, Jeff Y. Socialites deny Juneteenth party was racist at press conference and inadvertently spark new race <laughs> row. <laughs> a Rochester, New York couple is accused of hosting a racist party mocking Juneteenth rejected those allegations during a press conference after a black firefighter filed a lawsuit against them. Now, this took me a while to understand what was going on because I was like, wait a minute, are you telling me we can sue people for racism? Right. Because I would have been suing motherfuckers all over the place if I know you can sue people for <laughs> racist interactions. And I didn't get it at first until I realized that this firefighter was on duty and it was basically forced to go there by his fire, by his boss, by the chief. So firefighter Gerard James, who was asked by the fire chief to attend the party while he was on duty, which there's many problems there, alleges in his legal filing that dentist Nicholas Nicosia and real estate agent Mary Zinarstic Nicosia hosted a racist pool party earlier this summer. The couple claimed that the party was intended to make fun of liberal politicians and that it, but that it wasn't racist. So understand they said that their intention was to make fun of liberal politicians. Well, you know what? And here's one thing. It's one thing if you are Republican mm -hmm. and you have a Republican party that raises money mm -hmm. uh, in your home. Uh, that's, that's, that's that's your business. That's your business. That is your business. It is your business if you have an event and you don't like Democrats. That's your business. But this shit that went down ain't right well and this is the thing the article is poorly written because the way that it sounds it sounds like this firefighter suing the people who threw the party no which doesn't make any sense you know i'm like how is that but no what he's suing is the city and the fire department because it's a that's a hostile a, a hostile work environment this is yeah. about uh, an ins you know about create about that about discrimination in the workplace because he was asked which means told to go to this party during his work time which also is I think probably very a lot of violations, but you may be asking yourself the real important question here is well what did they what was so racist about the party like what what where was the confusion because if they're saying they weren't being racist, right right they might have been mocking some liberal politicians but they didn't they weren't no way were they being racist then why why did Jer Jared James think that well they had a a Juneteenth themed party. Now, mm. just for those of you who don't know what Juneteenth is, Juneteenth began in the 19th century as a celebration of the end of slavery in the United States and became a federal holiday in 2021. Well, it's that's a little bit of a mis, kind of incomplete description because what it's really a celebration of isn't the end of slavery, it's the end of slavery in, uh, in Texas and Florida as well. It was already gone. Right. But it took another, what was it, like two years? 
in some five years five years in some places and probably even longer it wouldn't even surprise me before people let the black people in texas and florida especially know that they were free so juneteenth was the day that they chose to celebrate uh, ostensibly all enslaved people knowing they were free right it is not actually something to celebrate in that way it is something to mark and note as a part of our shared history and and the savagery of slavery but it is not a yay like, right it's, you know mr jones jared alleges that the party included a display mocking the holiday celebrated each year on, on the 19th of june saying that juneteenth flags were hanging over buckets uh holding fried chicken the firefighter who's also been with the department for 14 years said his fire captain took him and two others to attend the party while on the job can we go back to what what was racist at the party? What are they saying they didn't mean in the racist way? I was hanging um, uh, Juneteenth flags over buckets of fried chicken. That wasn't racist. That wasn't right. And, and, and that was meant to mock liberal politicians. Get 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 this. This is uh the the Miss uh Ms. Nicosia said the fried chicken was just a convenient food to serve hot meant and not meant at all to be a racist trope. She said, quote, this isn't her press conference that's supposed to clean this up, right? She says, quote, I'm aware of the perception of KFC. Was that the reason it was in my home? No, it was an easy meal. It was a coinky dink, y'all. It would it could have been Kwanzaa. It could have been Black History Month. It could have been uh, the, the celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. It could have been any of those other Black holidays and she would not have meant it to be racist. No, no, no. And in fact, Ms. Nicosia rejected the idea rejected. that she was racist. But, but y'all, admitted to running an um, anonymous Twitter account that posted racist content. This is a quote from her. I, may, I have made blatant racist comments under that persona. The culture of Twitter operates that way. It gives you an opportunity to be someone you're not. Okay, I want to be really clear. You add, you started to add the word made to it because your mind and your lips didn't want to have somebody who's in a press conference yeah. trying to clean up. Yeah. Their racism say, I have made blatantly racist comments under that persona. Yeah. I have made I've okay. done it. I've done that under that persona, but that's that. just because I I didn't have to be who I was. That's right. just because you didn't know who I was. If right. you know who I was and the account where you know where I am, I haven't made racist comments. Yeah, yeah. And in my home, that those flags over that chicken, that's just a coincidence. That uh, this is an easy meal. I'm not making Juneteenth fun of black people. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what she says. And for those comments, and then this is this is this is the thing that gets me. And for those comments, this is her continuing. I'd like to apologize to the African American community and other people in the community that I have hurt or offended by what I was doing on Twitter. Yep. Apparently, uh, Dr. Nicosia claims that his dental practice has lost patients. Good. What? Against, because of the allegations. He said, quote, we were tried and convicted on social media in a false narrative that was created. By you! You created the narrative! You did it and you admitted to it in this press conference! And not only did you admit to it... Yeah, nobody's attributing things to you that you didn't do. You did them! <laughs> like, you did that? You invited the fucking fire department! Oh, and worse than that, 
there was a black man there to have yep. to go through it. Yep. That was what the real thing was. Yep. The real, this is what I like to call a creative nonviolent lynching. What mm. they wanted was for the black man to suffer in front of them and have to sit there because it was a part of his job and he was on duty while they were as racist as they wanted to be. He was the entertainment, not the fried chicken. Not the bottles of Cavassier that were given out as no. gifts. Another coinky dink. That they said was not racist or meant to be racist. His lawyers said we will be using this press conference as our evidence. Oh! <laughs> I mean, here's my thing, Francis. As we say, I miss the old racism. I miss it. I miss the old racism. Just own your shit, dude. Next up, from Johnny J. This is the article I thought. This is the one that this is this is awful. This is awful. And if you are driving, you might want to pull over. Seagull rips off man's testicle as he sunbathes naked. Now, at first I thought, well, <gasps> well, if you're gonna be out on the beach, seagull's gonna seagull. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a little harsh, Francis. I didn't know that's where you were going with that. That's what I thought at first. That's what I thought at first. Okay. okay. I, I think that this, so it says here, a rogue seagull ripped off a man's right testicle, which thank you for the specificity, as he sunbathed naked in his back garden. That is when I was, I felt bad. Because you thought I it was out on like the beach or something or out someplace he wasn't supposed to be naked. Because I was like, here's the thing. This is the problem with seagulls. We have been feeding them food, right? Yeah, yeah, but from between our legs? <laughs> no. <laughs> but this is what happened. What happened? As the man who was has not been named dozed on his patio in his detached home near Ipswich, the seagull swooped from the sky. <laughs> oh my God. And with one bite, of its beak ripped away its right testicle. That's not funny. Okay. This is where I object to this article, though. Experts say the fearsome bird mistook the man's exposed privates as a couple of bird eggs and dropped in for a tasty snack. You don't know that. Yes, he did. You don't know that. They don't know that. They, they don't mistook shit. They no. eggs in a nest. No, no. You don't need to shave your shit. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you. Let well, me yeah. tell you, if it's your shit be... is so briar patch. And it looks like a bird's nest. And it looks like, and your balls look like a tasty treat. Well, they needed, clearly they needed sun. Okay. Too, they were, the, they, the coloring was off in some way, or maybe they were too brown. I don't know if the eggs is brown or if they can't, you know, I know we bleach eggs, right? Or something. But like, like, I don't know. I'm just saying, but they don't know that they mistook it. I don't, I object on behalf of the seagull community to robbing this seagull of its agency. Okay. And saying that it just, it's just in, in sort of a completely unconscious way. Like, oh, eggs, briar, briary nest. Let me snatch an egg up. No. I say this man was in danger of getting a very of skin cancer, mm. and and uh, and of and of burning. And he and that seagull maybe he met seagull been squawking for hours trying to wake <laughs> his ass up, squawking trying and swooping low trying to wake up and nothing had worked, nothing had worked. And finally that seagull said to himself, "You know what, seagull? This man could really hurt himself. You've got to help him." And the only thing he could think to do was bite him someplace that he knew would wake him the fuck up. Right? Maybe this seagull is a hero. 
Maybe the seagull is a hero. Maybe. Well, a hospital source said nobody could quite believe it when the poor chap was brought in. There was a lot of blood. He was in agony, but he will feel better in a few weeks. The injury is not life-threatening, and tests have confirmed that his remaining testicle is still in working order, so he will be able to have children. And for the in terms of the Seagull Watch International, they confirm that seagulls often feed on eggs of small birds. Eggs are full of protein. It's why we eat them. After all, gulls are will often steal look just, birds. Look at them trying to justify this. Let me tell you something that I think is bullshit. And and I and I'm willing to bet anything I have on this. He's not going to feel better about this in a couple weeks. <laughs> okay, he's not. Let me tell you, he's not going to feel better about this in a couple trauma. weeks. He may not be in physical pain, but he is not going to feel better about it. Let's unpack this trauma, okay? Okay. Sit down on your porch in your own yard. In your own yard. yard. Let me tell you something. Not stolen. He may have the ability to impregnate somebody, but is that motherfucker ever going to just open up his pants? (laughs) Never. (laughs) Never ever. I mean, under. uh, I mean, not in a room with a window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, have had your nuts snatched. I think oh, that that's mind. dead. I don't have nuts. And I have to tell you, I don't think I would just get over that in a no. few weeks. And let me tell you something. I don't know if I would be all right with, with seagulls for the rest of my life. Oh, in fact, if I were in the seagull community, I would say that we need to watch our sex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because if I'm unidentified Ipswich man, when we start here and watch for it, it like... Two to four weeks. If you start hearing about mysterious seagull deaths in 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 the UK, yeah, we know. I'm, I'm not. That's. I'm just saying. Somebody asked this man where he's at. Totally. Let's review. We had the renowned researcher Marty Martin, dubbed the ambassador of rattlesnakes, died from what? A rattlesnake bite. Then we have the Chuck E. Cheese brawl that ends in arrest. Then we had the socialite who denied the Juneteenth party was a racist at a press conference and inadvertently sparked a new racist smile. And then we have the seagull who rips off a man's testicle as he sunbathes naked. Who's the biggest idiot? I gotta go. I, I'm sorry, I gotta go with Marty Martin. I have to go with Marty Martin too, because you know what, Angela, there was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country that if you were around a rattlesnake, your ass ran in the other direction. There was a time. We didn't we weren't trying to be the ambassador of rattlesnakes. That's right. That's right, Francis. There was a time in this country, a time in this country way before animatronics, way before, way before somebody figured out children will eat cardboard with 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 red sauce on it. (laughs) Way before that. But we used to just, you had a birthday party, you got a little sheet cake, maybe your mama made it, maybe you went to the grocery store, got yourself a sheet cake, you put your little name on it, you got some balloons and some little some little painful hats with the straps around it, you make put, parents put those on too, ha ha ha, happy birthday motherfuckers, happy birthday. There was a time when that was considered a children's birthday party, and we were happier we and were safer happy. then. Yes, we were. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the week. Wait, 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 wait. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode L. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast dedicated to keeping you informed while making you laugh. 
as we all navigate this post-Roe v. Wade hellscape. The Supreme Court has declared that all of our uteri are just Airbnbs for the seat of the patriarchy. So every week we break down all the garbage news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with the abortion providers and activists we need to be hearing from right now. Plus, we talk to your favorite comedians. Because face it, if your revolution doesn't have laughter, you're doing it wrong. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, subscribe, join us on Patreon. Because when BS is popping, we pop off.